This show's premise is being used with permission from the, the variety show in which it originated. Any reproduction or duplication of these ideas without the express written consent from the NFL is strictly prohibited. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Genesis 17, God appears to Abram, who is now 99 years old. Abram only has one son, Ishmael, who is not his legitimate heir. Abram and Sarai have been barren their entire marriage. God knows Abram's pain and says, Abram, I will grant you another child, but I need proof that you are loyal to me, my son. So you must circumcise not only your penis, at age 99, by the way, you must also circumcise your servants and everyone in your family, and I will grant you another son. Those who go uncircumcised will have been born outside of this covenant. For creating the universe in seven days, God sure seems to be making the rest of this shit up as he goes. <laughs> Heavenly Father Doug and Rectory Anthony, what will come next in Genesis chapter 18? Hello, sir. Hello. <laughs> How you doing Tom's today? Back. All right. Yeah, it's good to see Tom. Or hear Tom, I suppose. I am well. All right. Things are great. Good, good. That's good to hear. <laughs> All right. Let's get into Genesis chapter 18. Yes. <clears throat> so where we left off was everybody cut the ends of their dicks off. And yep. then... Now we're back up and running again. <laughs> Everybody's cocks are healed. We're ready to go. The Lord in the, okay. So I got circumcised at a very late age and <laughs> I know that it's like, there has to be at least two weeks between uh, when they, he cut everybody's dicks off and uh -huh. when they can start riding bikes, because <laughs> I know like if you do it too early, it tears the stitches and then you have scars oh, forever. No. <laughs> that's no good <laughs> anyway so the lord in the form of three men visits abraham near the oaks of mamra memory glands memory mamba abraham immediately shows hospitality by offering them water washing their feet and preparing a meal i hope not in that fucking order jesus fucking Christ. and so Go ahead. No, no I, was, I don't understand. If somebody came to my house, even if I was happy to see them, hospitality does not include me washing your feet. <laughs> I, Which is, that's why you don't have any fucking visitors. Right. I mean, I, the best I can do is tell my wife to cook you something. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be macaroni and cheese. And it's, right. and it's the kind where you just have to heat the fucking cheese up. Right. With the powder, even. <laughs> Who? Like, if, if I was to come over to your house and, and you're like, hey, you want me to wash your feet? No, no, what the fuck is wrong with you? Just give me my macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. It's so strange. No, no, seriously, I'll wash your feet. <laughs> the Lord reiterates the promise that Sarah will have a son and she overhears the conversation from the tent. Oh, I, 
flashy in a tent. <laughs> the kids have a tent set up in the yard just playing around and she's standing in it. I yeah, I you would think that somebody that had servants would also have walls. Yeah, right. <laughs> if I'm washing your feet, like I could spend that time not not washing your feet, but building a house. I live in a tent. That sucks. <laughs> All right, what's this? Uh, the, the actual text text from the Bible is, Then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time next year. And Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. What? Okay, I'll be back in a year to fuck your wife. <laughs> that's, that's not what, what he said. That's what I heard. <laughs> I'll be back in a year and your wife will be pregnant. <laughs> Sarah laughs to herself at the idea of bearing a child at her old age. God's uh, gonna smite her. <laughs> yep, and and you're, it's like you read this book before because. <laughs> oh no! So, if you if you think about all the times in your life, whether it was you or a, a relative or a friend yeah. who has said like. I don't know why God does this, or I can't believe God allowed this to happen. Sure. Like, I mean, as the planes were flying into the <laughs> towers, there were people saying, why God, why? Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So all this stupid bitch Sarah did is laugh to herself. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to have one at that age. <laughs> the Lord aware of Sarah's laughter questions why she laughed and reminds her that nothing is too hard for God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You don't think I can do this, bitch? <laughs> I'll fuck you myself. <laughs> I've got God sperm. <laughs> then the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh and say, will I really have a child now that I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Oh, boy. God's mad. <laughs> That's not good. <sighs> Okay, who did he say it to? Abraham, right? Isn't that what it said? Like just from the sky? Yeah. <laughs> God wants to know why you're laughing. <laughs> or is this so the the three people that he washed their feet? Yeah, like that. That was life. God as well, right? Yeah. So I'm ass- I'm assuming like uh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones showed up at his door. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going backwards here. The Lord in the form of three men visits Abraham. Okay. Yep. So just three guys showed up at his, his zipper, his screen door (laughs) on his tent. He's like, Hey, we're God. (laughs) Wash our feet. (laughs) We're God. Wash our feet. Your wife will be pregnant in a year. (laughs) Yep. God works in mysterious ways, I guess. (laughs) Amen. The Lord reveals his intention to investigate the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham intercedes on behalf of the righteous in those cities, asking if God could spare them for the sake of the few righteous. So God, tell I'm trying to translate here. God says, I don't like what's going on in that city over there. And Abraham says, ah, come on, there's a couple of good people there. Spare them, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm just making sure I understand. Well, Wouldn't his effort Bible. be better served to go to the city and get the people that are righteous and get them out? Like, hey, God's going to burn this place down. You guys need to get out. I'm looking for the actual text here. 
Then Abraham approached him, him being God, and said, Will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? What if there are 50 righteous people in the city? Will you really sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of the 50 righteous people in it? God agrees not to destroy the cities if 50 righteous people are found. Abraham progressively progressively negotiates down to 10 righteous people, and God agrees not to destroy the cities for the sake of 10. How how do you barter with God? And just like anybody else, you start high. (laughs) What's it going to take to put you in this car? No, okay. I thought God was supposed to be all knowing. He had a plan for everybody. He knows. I right. And and, and we talked about this like episode two. Probably two, three, four, whatever. Yeah. I understand free will, but God already knows the decision you're going to make, right? Right. Yeah. So he says, Abraham says 50, and then he negotiates with God. How you negotiate with somebody who knows everything about what's going to happen? You you don't win that negotiation. So if he's giving you 10, he already knows there's not 10, right? I, I yeah, mean, that, that, that's this, what I'm getting at. It, yeah. it, it doesn't make any sense. No, none of this makes any sense. Uh, he's literally just talking to himself in a tent in the desert. <laughs> Washing fucking <laughs> dirty <laughs> camel just, jockey feet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I don't, I don't understand. Anyway, so he, he gets it down to 10. Do you think anybody back in that time, like, clipped their toenails? <laughs> no. Well, they didn't invent the toenail clipper until, like, the 70s, man. <laughs> no, but they had saws and shit. I mean. <laughs> you think they were sawing their toenails? <laughs> you could still pick your feet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you think when they, in the Bible, when they said they that he washed his feet, do you think that, like, he ran a spa and that was just their like colloquial way of saying that he gave him a spa treatment or something. You think that he put them little foam inserts between their toes? (laughs) (laughs) You got foam inserts, but you don't have a house. You live in a fucking tent. (laughs) Okay. So God's mercy and willingness to spare can be influenced by the intercession of the righteous for the sake of 10. I will not destroy it. After the meal and discussion, the men, the angels, set out for Sodom while Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Well, I thought the men were the Lord. I, 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 I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. So maybe in this case, standing before the Lord is like just looking up. Yeah, he just or, he just stayed home. <laughs> I'm gonna stay home, guys. I bet he was on that beach with the footprint. <laughs> right. I'm tired of carrying God. <laughs> so, so these three men were heading to Sodom and Gomorrah or whatever. And I, I, I don't understand the agreement. So God said, I'll spare the city if there's 10 righteous people. So shouldn't 
Abraham have to go to the city and get signatures or whatever? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what does it mean to be righteous? I have no idea. I I don't. I I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure what the bar is. Washing people's feet, I guess. I I don't know. Not not laughing when God tells you you're going to get pregnant. Okay, righteousness is the quality or state of being morally correct and justifiable. Oh, I'm it can be considered synonymous with rightness or being upright, or to the light invisible. It can be found in Indian, Chinese, and Abrahamic religions with tradition. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> free from guilt or sin. Oh, oh. lots of people are free from guilt. <laughs> jeez that's rough (laughs) okay 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 if it doesn't make any sense so the there's nobody free from sin we're born into sin right that's like the founding text or whatever so if we're if if nobody is free from sin Mm -hmm. then there's nobody that's righteous in in the eyes of God, right? So if that's the case, yeah, 50, 100, 10, 20, whatever. The number doesn't matter because he already knows. So, <laughs> yeah, just, just find me one. Just just find one, yeah. Something just dawned on me. All right. Um, okay, so, you know, our other podcast, Who's Right? Yep. We should have made our, our Bible podcast, Who's Righteous? <laughs> Is it too late to change it? <laughs> Start over from scratch. I'm going to make a note. <laughs> okay. Or I'm going to just scratch on the tabletop to make it sound like I'm writing. <laughs> I just assume that's what you always did. <laughs> All right. Where was I? Oh, hold on. I got to adjust my mic. All right. All right. New the, setup. Things the, are a little complicated here. <laughs> the three gods are walking to Sodom and Gomorrah. I think. The chapter... The chapter raises questions about divine justice, righteousness, and the interplay between human actions and God's response. Uh, Does it? (laughs) That's what this says. I didn't get any of that. (laughs) The chapter raises questions about divine justice, righteousness, and the interplay between human actions and God's response. Yeah, it most certainly does on on every one of those. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're right. I'm just stupid. She laughed. There's the interplay or whatever. Sounds sexual. <laughs> she got blacked. <laughs> Teach you to laugh. <laughs> no, I'm, you're going to need a mascara for this next covenant. <laughs> oh, shit. Abraham's immediate hospitality towards the three strangers reflects a cultural value of welcoming guests and treating them with respect. <sighs> So respect is now tied to washing someone's feet. Well, how many men in this world do you respect? No, not very many. No, give me a number. (laughs) 17. Okay. (laughs) Out of those 17, how many of their feet would you wash? Zero. Okay, so then no, it's not tied to... (laughs) Weird. Okay. 
The chapter demonstrates God's faithfulness in fulfilling promises, even when circumstances seem impossible. What promise did he fulfill? Oh, the, the giver of the kid, even though she laughed. Okay. Here's, here's what I have learned in 18 chapters of the Bible. Okay. This shit is written by the same people that wrote Prison Break. So <laughs> if, if you ever watched Prison Break, the TV uh, show, uh-huh. it was like, it would bring you in, right? Okay. So there would be a, in the first, okay, so let's say there's the first episode yeah. is introducing the characters. Sure. And then there's some sort of story arc, and then it ends on a cliffhanger. Of course. And then to be get the next the very next episode, the cliffhanger is resolved immediately. And it's and it's like let's say that you have you end the episode with somebody pointing a gun at somebody uh point blank range at their forehead. Yeah. And then the screen goes black and then you hear the sound of the gunshot. So yep. and then the episode ends. So you're like, fuck, he got shot. Right. Okay. Then the next week, the episode starts, and they start like ten seconds prior to that, and they put the there's a gun that goes up to the guy's head, they cocks it, and then there's a gunshot that comes from the other side of the room, and it's somebody that walked in and shot the bad guy. Right. And then they go on with the story, uh, and then there's another cliffhanger right at the end, and it's right. the same thing over and over and over again. Yep. And you get like three seasons in before you realize like. Nothing has fucking happened. This is <laughs> bullshit. There's literally nothing happening here. 18 chapters in. God's mad because some lady laughed at him. <laughs> insecure bitch. Nothing happened. <laughs> now the men in black are headed to Sodom and Gomorrah. Hopefully something happens in Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Stay tuned next week and we'll find out. <laughs> And cue gunshot. 